Shorthanded for Atkinson to the backhand. Saved made by Rask. Welcome to episode 74 of the Fantasy Hockey Bros podcast, presented by Fan. Some teams who said they will not go uh, in Evander Kane's direction, but there are a couple who are hoping to see if they will know next week if there is clarity on whether or not Evander Kane will face any further penalty for potentially going over the border illegally from the United States to Canada on December the 29th. Now, he has maintained that he did nothing wrong. The NHL is investigating. Back onto the left plate. And Bowlesworth, down low it goes. Marner behind the net, back to Matthews, scores! It's 10 straight on the road for Austin Matthews, and the game is tied again. We got all the guys in here, you guys know the drill, but I'm going to start off with something a little different this week. It's a question right up front. And the question was... When are you guys going to have merch? Are you? Oh, shit. Hey, he's wearing the shirt. We didn't he's even wearing the shirt. Dude. I didn't even notice. <laughs> you we got, got merch. No, it was a... I had Jar- me and Ed's older brother got me this for Christmas. He got me a jacket. He got me this shirt. And he got me this hat. Come on. I was going to say, <laughs> I go, we got polos now? Like, oh, 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 shit. I can golf on, with the on. FHB. You got it, but Anthony? Well... It was for his no, it was for his birthday. For oh, right, for right? birthday. Sorry, I thought yeah, it was yeah, birthday. It's actually Sorry. my idea. Angel's asking me, Angie Christine, our, our uh, sister-in-law, were asking me, uh, what do you think I, we should get Mike? And I was like, oh, he would love, he would love some some fantasy hockey bros merch. So, those that's just the the, the first collection there. We got to oh, get like wow. a mass order in. Hold on a second. Is that is that FHB approved fan Nike? Gear? Well, <laughs> we're we're. Logo approved and everything. We're testing a few a few things, so yeah. But we're gonna eventually yeah, we're gonna yeah. get some merch. So it's, so it's a little workshop. Sponsored by it's Nike the too. That's just the it's just the beta. <laughs> I'm done. I'm down with that. <laughs> when I thought about getting us get making shirts, which I think we're gonna be doing very shortly, yep. I didn't even I didn't even think about it would be dope if we could get polos because then we could. Everyone loves a polo. You can golf in it. Mm-hmm. You can go take yes, business sir. meetings in it. Yeah, Whatever. Business meetings via Zoom. Friends, you know, <laughs> promoting the brand a little bit. That's right. Throwing, growing the brand, man. Walking to Starbucks, they say, that's a cool logo. What's that for? It's for our hockey podcast. Check it out. Boom. Listener. You know, Boom. Here, Boom. check out my OnlyFans as well. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> okay. So that's a little uh, little preview of what's coming up. So cool stuff but um guys yeah, nice. you guys heard everybody here how was uh, how was your weekend let's start with you Anth. how are you bud good um had a great weekend brian and i were at a friend's wedding yesterday and a uh, bit of a shame that the actual party couldn't happen at night but uh we had we had a good time we did our thing eh brian yep we did well you almost died on a couch <laughs> because of a dog but that's okay I did. <laughs> tough yeah no through. i i for anyone <laughs> i mean i guess i haven't spoken about this on the podcast but I have a pretty lethal dog allergy. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. I mean, pretty lethal. Maybe, maybe I can't say lethal. Like, I, I'll get stuffed up and, and itchy and all that. But, uh, yeah, no, a friend. So, Brian and I aren't in the in the bridal party. So, we went back to another friend's house. It's a big group of friends. Um, and just, you know, ordered food and stuff. And a couple, like a good couple of the group, a friend couple of the group, brought their little dog, their little wiener dog. And... 
you know, yeah. that's, my, it's an actual wiener dog. He's not trying to be derogatory. No, it's an actual <laughs> wiener dog. The thing is like this big. And um, usually the allergies worse for bigger dogs. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe this little thing, it's got this sleek fur, probably sheds a little bit, but I should be okay. You know, an hour or two in, I'm thinking, not bad. I'm doing pretty good. And then, you know, I just started deteriorating <laughs> as time went on. <laughs> at about hour three, that's when you really started to notice the deteriorate to fall off. Was rough. Just I was just, just trying break, to, you know, break down. keep it quiet, <laughs> suffer silently. But no, I'm not, I'm not going to tell them, get rid of the dog. This guy got up four or five times to just get more tissue because he was just <laughs> clogging up his guy. system. It was like a honestly like a foot the, foot, the size foot of your screen. Yeah. If you give some like poor advice and somebody's that pissed off you, they could just shave their dog's hair and send it to you in an envelope. You're done. Yeah, yeah it's worse worse than anthrax. Just give them dog we, hair. Me and Anthony inherited some pretty freaking poor, I don't know, congestion nasal issues, yeah. man. You got. I think. I think your older brother is constantly congested. There's nothing you can do for him. Unless he has hot. Mike wings. sounds pretty. Unless Mike he's eating hot wings. Yeah. That clears up everything. Sinuses, yeah, pores, everything. Because he. It looks True. like he went through an, hundred and two double header of hockey games uh, after a set of hot wings. Oh, yeah, it's bad, man. And just bad all the time. Ant's bad around dogs. Mike just sounds like he's I'm stuffed woken, all the just time. woken up and doesn't want to be around anybody all the time. <laughs> I'm stuffed all that's the time, just, man. I actually that's Mike's I have surgery in ten days from now. Oh yeah, yeah. They, like I, I went to go get scanned and everything, and they're like, "You're you're swollen from like your forehead to your mouth. Everything <laughs> inside is like so swollen." So. Basically, they opening up uh, what's it called, like the nasal passages. So they're gonna, or yeah, they're is gonna like similar straighten to, out my septum and then like open up nasal passages in there. And is it similar to the one that you had? Oh yeah, that no, was. No, I don't think so. I, I don't. Yeah, no, I don't. Probably similar. Different. I would give it similar. Well, yeah, you had a deviated septum, yeah. no? Yeah, Anth had a deviated septum. Yeah, so we're getting way you. too deep okay. into all of this. But yeah, yeah, we we just. <laughs> so, <laughs> Join us next week for more nasal talk. So we just we can't breathe. Any of us, we can't breathe. So. Yeah. It is what I, it is. I also, I also, have, medical to, I also have to. I should be our new <laughs> podcast yeah. name. I also have to give a quick little. While I was at this, uh, I went uh, to the in-laws' house. They had like a little get together after I went there. Yeah, this is after I. This is I after I headed to, out half dead. This is after Anth was on his death deathbed, so he left to avoid that. Went back over there, and then uh, I caught up with someone I know that was there, uh, a buddy's girlfriend. And a listener, by the way, she's like, hey, you posted on Instagram. I started listening to you guys. You're pretty funny. I go, all right. So shout out to Felicia. Hey, I know she's nice. going to be listening. So shout out. Thanks shout for out. the follow and tell all your friends. And there you go. Wow. Speaking, of, uh, yeah, speaking of listeners, too. See, a female does listen. It's official. Yeah, now we've got to be careful with our stories. Oh. <laughs> Especially, Bri. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, no, speaking of listeners at the church, um, Pinch was there. He was in the pool. And... Yeah, I had no idea, but he's like, "Oh man, yeah, I was listening to this segment, and uh, yeah, he was really funny, and you know, he's just giving us compliments and stuff." I had no idea that the guy listened. So cool, man! He, he didn't even know what the guy looked like. Oh yeah, I met him like for the first time. We've been years. in the same hockey pool for four years now. Oh no wonder he's doing so well. Oh, he's crushing. <laughs> he's he's gonna catch you soon, Mike. I know, man. Well, that's a good segue. Let's get into some fantasy hockey talk. We'll start out with uh, how we normally do it, with the fantasy players of the night this week. A shot blocked by Hockenpah. And the Blues get it back on the goal books. Davich, now to Cairo, in front. They score! Cairo bangs it in! And the Blues, another power play goal! 
last Sunday now, we had Jordan Cairo had a goal and an assist and a comeback win over the Stars. I don't know if you guys saw, but it was pretty dramatic. They scored two goals with the goalie pulled in the final minute. Well, I mean, one on the power play on the power play at the second one. Yeah. But uh, Jordan Cairo, it seems like we're talking about him every every week. Mm -hmm. 39 points in 34 games. Got 14 points over a seven game point streak. I mean, we've talked about him a lot. My only knock on him is the, the three hits, 12 blocks. But, you know, at 23 years old, there's so much room to grow. Even his ice time isn't crazy, crazy high. So, I don't know. This guy's ceiling, he hasn't even hit it yet. And he's doing it without Tarasenko now because he, he's been out for a little bit. So he's, mm-hmm. doing, uh, he's doing this stuff. He's continuing to do this stuff without his, that line. Yeah. He's taken off. We, I mean, we've been talking about him so much that it's like we don't That's really, really need to hang on with too long. Yeah. The guy, guy's yeah. taken off. We've already stroked him off enough. We're going to move along. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't have yeah. great the greatest reload time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Felicia. Okay, next. <laughs> uh, I think we just got our, uh, we got our title by yeah, this point. By Felicia. I think it's over yeah. now. Bye, Felicia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grizzly, the quick re-entry, snaps it home. The Bruins have come down two goals and lead three to two. Okay, next. Matt Grizzlick. Monday night against the Caps. He had a goal and four assists. I think Joe picked him up at our pool, which is crazy. And you had I him picked for that. him up just, I think, a yeah. game before that. I think that was my second game with yeah. him, or third game. Unreal. Unreal game. It was his first three-point game, first four-point game, and first five-point game of his career. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's the first either Bruin defenseman or NHL defenseman to have a five-point game since Bork. I think Ray Bork did it in 94 or something like that. I, remember, I think wow. I saw a stat. I was just like, whoa. That must be Bruins. It must be Bruins because back, like, yeah, it, it seems more, more realistic. I just accurate. can't remember the stat exactly, but I, I remember seeing it since Bork. And I was like, 94. Holy crap. Wow. Yeah, the, this recent little point surge has him at two goals and 12 assists for 14 points in 33 games, and it's increased his ownership to 31%, which in my opinion is a little too high for him. He would have value if he played on the top power play, but that's McAvoy's this year, and uh, his peripheral stats to me aren't good enough to warrant ownership like that no matter how deep the league is. So I think that's going to come back down to earth because that's well, just he was a, pl- He was on the po- first power play unit for a bit, right? Was he? Yeah, I think like he was on the first power play unit. F- that's where he got these. Yeah, um, I think, well, I that, think that night he had one power play assist or two, but it was it was like after a minute mark, like McAvoy come off. Yeah, I'm pretty um, sure. Yeah, because I think the game, when I picked him up, I think we had him... On the first McAvoy, power play unit, so because McAvoy missed uh, missed that game and you picked he him missed up. it. That's right. Yeah. Sammy Reinhardt, he had two goals and one assist against the Caps on Tuesday night. He was the first of three Panthers this week to earn Fantasy Player of the Night. <laughs> um, we can we could talk about these Panthers. Teams, we could talk teams about just all on of them. fire <laughs> right now. Absolute just, fuego. Yeah, we could talk all about all three of them right now. Dummying, get out of the yeah. way. Yeah, Reinhardt. He has 31 points in 35 games this year. Florida's the number one team in the NHL, and there's clearly enough points to go around because they score. I think they average over four goals a game. Mike, was it your? Was it? I think you. Uh, yeah. We tweeted out that it was what December 14th, was it or 16th? 
since the last time they scored less than four goals in a game. It's pretty. That's like a month already. That's, that's insane. Yeah. So yeah. since that, like December 16th, because they lost against the Kings 4-1. So then they had four postponed games. And they must be pissed off at the NHL for postponing their games. Because then they went for a stretch of goals for 4, 9, 5, 6, 5, 4, 5, 7, and 9. Wow. So they're just lighting it up. Wow. It's wild. They, most goals for in the NHL, only Colorado's close to them, six behind. Uh, Florida's got 158, Colorado's got 152, but then next is Vegas at 138. So there's a gap there. In Florida, yep. man, it's especially Yeah, at that, home, that too. though, I think, has a lot to do with the games played, too. So I would take a look at goals uh, four per game. Well, I actually, with I think teams. Colorado's actually a little bit better in that regard. Yeah, exactly, because like, they have played a little yeah, less. but By very little bit, but total. It's, it's Florida. Yeah. What Florida does at home is insane. 21 home wins they have, 21 and 3. Just dummy teams, man. Yeah, like beware when you go into that, Florida. That, that Atlantic division it's playoff amazing. round, whether it's going to be that 2-3 matchup, is going to be ridiculous because... Doesn't matter. It's the it's like death row to go yeah, through that division. Two, oh. two of those three teams are going to be are going to be Toronto, Florida, Tampa. or Tampa. See, that's when I'd love the re the re rank like back when it was one versus eight, yeah. two versus seven. Because then, I mean, no, no, there's not going to be a bad team in the in the following round. But you're going to have a team that probably could win the cup knocked out in the first round, or multiple teams knocked out in the first round. It's pretty yeah, nuts. The East is strong, man. Loaded, yeah. But let's stick with Reinhardt here. So his career high is 65 points in 82 games. If he plays every game remaining at this pace, he'll hit 70 points, which I think will be 79 games. I think he's missed three. Does he reach his career high? Does he surpass 65 this year? Yes. I was big on when they brought him in in the offseason. Between him and Bennett, I liked him more. I think we mentioned it on one of our... I think it was the yeah. divisional previews. Yeah. All the guys they brought in near the end of the year or whatever turned, seemed to play really well. He was good in Buffalo for what it was, that situation. But given the players, the right type of players and the right system, he, I think he there was a, more of a ceiling for him. And you're seeing it now in Florida. Huberdeau yep. on a loose puck. Huberdeau for Bennett. Bennett takes a look. Centering feed to Claire all the way in for Bennett. It's a hat trick. Sam Bennett. Let's stick with Florida here and move ahead a bit. Uh, Sam Bennett on Friday night had a hat trick and an assist and a 7-1 win over Dallas. 23 points in 29 games. He's going to crush his career high which is in his rookie season with Calgary with 36 points. Yeah, again, like Sam Bennett's a big hitter, a big shooter, which I like, obviously. It's again. It's a product of of a of a good player being on a just a crazy good team, and those top two lines especially are chugging uh-huh. along. But we even see with the third line, like that Lundell kid is is another guy that that's playing really really yeah. well. So they're all all systems go on at Florida, man. Yeah, I, I think I'm on record when it comes to Bennett saying that I don't see him producing like at a at a great clip. So. Like, I mean, it's what he's doing isn't the 15 points in 10 games that he had last no. season. But still, I mean, 23 and 29, I would say, is better than what I was actually expecting. So he's exceeding my expectations for sure. And like Mike said, it's a product of just being on this team that like can roll three lines that score, man. 
it, like, and it's mind-boggling too. Just on a little bit of a side note about Huberto, like he's he's one point back of mm-hmm. Drysaitel for the NHL lead. Okay, and he's tied with McDavid and Ovi. So just just I was actually so, I actually said to myself, is Joe going to start pumping Huberto's tires soon? <laughs> and uh, lo and behold, deservedly so. If you look at Bennett, you look at this year compared to, I mean, he came, like I said, 15 and 10, like Ant stated out, but he's already passed or or matched basically almost every category statistically that he did last year. I mean, he's already got more, or he bought the same shots. He's only, a, you know, 30, 40 hits away, and he's still got a full year to play. Game winners, all that stuff. Like, this team is just turning, you know, players who have sort of lost their way into studs right now. And uh, if you own a piece of somebody on this team because they're they're getting opportunity. I don't know if you guys remember our preseason rankings of the Atlantic Division, but I think hmm. I think I might have been the only one who had Florida on first. I think. Actually, you know what? I got it. Yeah, uh, can you bring that up? I think up? I had Tampa, I have Florida, Toronto. I got it. F. I think I had Tampa first, maybe Florida. I hope seven. I actually did have Florida first. It's gonna be stupid if I didn't. No, you didn't. You had Tampa, Florida. Oh, <laughs> you damn it. You had Florida above Toronto, which I think everyone else had Toronto. You had Florida yeah. the highest, Anth. Oh, okay. You had Florida the highest. Shit. Still yeah, because we all had them third, I think. Yeah. Well, we all had them making playoffs, right? So yeah, well, we had sure. those. Those three are interchangeable. It's gonna change over. The I think season. so. Yeah, pretty even, much. Even guys, yeah. even Boston. We're not gonna keep man. scoring at this rate. Boston will be there. Yeah, Boston now they got Tuca back. They just feel like they're the boys are buzzing now. You know it's since I mean, they moved since they moved, made that move to Pasternak to the second line. They've been a different team. I think. Yeah, we're gonna talk about Pasternak here in a, a second. Yeah, let's much to my much to my chagrin. Short-handed, terrific penalty kill by Florida. Here they come. Weger with Huberto. It's a two-on-one. Weger moving in. He'll shoot. He scores. Let's uh, let's stick with Florida. We had another fancy of the night. Mackenzie Weger Saturday night had a shorthanded goal, three assists, and a nine to two win over Columbus. Nine two. Talk about a game? guy that I was seven one nine. I was skeptical about Weger coming in. I got to be honest because he burst onto the fantasy hockey scene last season, and a lot of people, including me, were a little bit skeptical about him repeating that. Well, apparently Florida was too because he was on the trade block. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, <laughs> can you imagine? He's on pace to surpass all of his totals from last year, which is nuts. He has th- like just listen to the stat line so far: three goals, twenty-two assists, twenty-five points, plus twenty-two, forty-five pims, one hundred and five hits, eighty blocks, two shorthanded points, ninety shots. He's doing everything <laughs> in our league. We, we're in a bangers league where all these categories count, except for plus-minus. So he'd be even ranked higher and pims, but. He's ranked 31 in our leagues. So you add Pims, you add plus... Like, he's right up there that's, in the top 20. That's unreal. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Big Uyghur guy now. And he, you're right, Mike. He'd be even higher in leagues that count everything. Yeah. Like, he does everything. Uh, amazing. Well, um, Mike, so you said 31, 31 all players. Just defensemen. Defensemen alone, he's sixth. There you go. Like, defensemen alone. Amazing. He's high, He's above some, like, some big names. Right, like, and he's just a hair behind Kale McCarr, so that's that is some value. Mm-hmm. This season, I might, I, I wonder if he keeps it up. That's the biggest question. Obviously, for this season, he's been killing it. My thing is, if he just keep, does he keep it up? 
but look at like his floor is so high, right? Like, yeah, I just, even if I, the points. But you're I right. I just you're wonder right. with, and I mean, this is looking more of the Florida team if if they can continue to keep him as well, right? Yeah, like it, yeah. because of all the contracts that are due up. I think uh, I'm not mistaken, Huberto's up after this year or next. Does he do all this on a different team and not a high-powered offense like Florida? Well, that's a future talk. Right now, yeah. he's a stud. Right now, this like, season, he's a beast. But, yeah. Stud. Yeah. Yep. And, like, no, I like Mike's point. His floor is high. If you have him, he's got value no matter what. He's not going to stop, you know, if you have Pims and plus minus. Those, are, those not gonna numbers are great. He's not going to stop hitting. He's not going to stop blocking. And he'll pick up some points, even if it does fall off a bit. Put it this way, there's very few players that I would trade him for in a bangers league. Like, very, very few. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the five guys above him. Like, that's that's it. The thing is, the the other thing is, it's like, it's one of those players where if you don't really know fantasy much, like, you're just going to see the name and you'll be like, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to trade a guy with name value for him because, like, it doesn't make any sense. Meanwhile, maybe the guy with name value is never going to be. Or isn't going to produce the way Uyghur will, but it doesn't matter because he just—he's not flashy, right? He kind of just came out of nowhere. Yep. So, but he's an absolute stud for fantasy. Yeah, too. or but it depends also on the situation that you're in. Like if you're in a if you're a team that's like in 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 the basement and that's kind of rebuilding, whatever, you can maybe take advantage of him right now and deal him for a keeper, whether it's a young keeper or a guy that you that you see uh, as a better option, like a well a more of a known guy. Right, mm-hmm. so it know, all depends where you're at. You know what? Leagues. Can we do a quick impromptu Johnson or Janssen? Absolutely, because Let's I can start it. throwing names sure. out. You guys, I actually want to see where you'd slot Uyghur. All right, slot it out. All right, Uyghur or Brent Burns. Uyghur, Uyghur. I think Burns is on Uyghur. the way. Uyghur, he's on. One's well, are on we the talking up, keeper up, this year? This season. This, this season. year. This season. Who would you rather have this rest year. of the season? Burns or Uyghur? Uyghur. Uyghur. Uyghur or Morgan Riley? Uyghur. Power play. That's Uyghur. a power that's play like, kind of. <laughs> Uyghur. That's serious. I don't know. That one Uyghur, for me you know is, why? Because he does. He, does, he has the well, other that's stuff like, too. Because right? if you are a Riley. The power owner, play for me is I think Riley might be. You say Riley, Joe? More, yeah, just, just because of the power play factor. That's I think the he only gets thing, more right? Yeah, time on the, the power only, play. Yeah. yeah, the hits and the blocks. I, I get it. Um yeah, that one's a tough one. Well, I mean, Riley, like across one. the board, uh, Uyghur has Riley. Actually, a couple shots more for Riley, but only it's only four. Other than that, like Uyghur has him pretty good in blocks and in uh, in hits. Oh yeah, for sure. The thing is, the thing is, the power. I I look at it like this. Yeah, Riley's gonna get more power play time, but if Uyghur's giving you three to four more shots and hits a game. Not, not. I don't mean each category, three to four each, but combined more. And Riley's going to give you a power play point every maybe five games. Well, what's really more valuable to you? All right. Well, that, well right? look at so, it this way: if you're sitting there right now and you are a Riley owner, okay, you could probably go to the Uyghur owner and make that trade and get it. Mm-hmm. But maybe you want to. Maybe like you're in need of hits and blocks and and those other metrics. And that's where it is. And yeah. maybe you don't even go make yeah. that trade straight up. You say, look, I'll give you Riley. Uh, for Uyghur and this, right, and improve another area because that that Uyghur owner might like the player, but not you know love the player or really I mean, understand the value. So 
I think, yeah, that's that, that what you're talking about, Anth, is making a trade maybe with someone who doesn't know the full value of what yeah. they have or you know what i mean and just sees the name and flashing exactly name, you know, and that's Riley that's one of those of deals you can do that then go yeah then go that's for one it, of those deals sure. that you you pick up a name that's not as sexy but you're actually improving your team you know it's funny we're talking about him like earlier this week i tried to acquire him in our pool in a deal weeks Uyghur? yeah would have been a good one but knowing your offers you probably offered i don't know lindell or some shit I don't even have Lindell on my I was roster. Just, I was uh, literally just about to say S.O. Lindell. That's all I could think of quickly. <laughs> he gave him Lindell. I don't know why. His own teammate. He's going to offer him. I could do it. Well, we, we no, can keep going. S.O. on Dallas. Right. <laughs> no, that's right. Uh, that, You're talking about Lundell. 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 That's why I thought. That's why, yeah. He, here's, Lundell or Lindell? Lundell or Lundell. Those are two different players. And, and is there another oh, one? We can, I can keep going, but here's like if I say um, if here's I say Weger or McAvoy, obviously you all say Weger, but any McAvoy. No, I wouldn't. What? I would say McAvoy. McAvoy's peripheral stats are unreal, and he has the power play. You love McAvoy. McAvoy's peripheral stats are then they're not. Well, hold on, McAvoy missed some games. Did he not? Yeah. Well, look at per game. Look at per game stats. As well, no, because Weger's got them across the board too. Yeah. Mike doesn't know what he's I, I, I pers- I'm saying I would rather McAvoy just because of the power play points, and he has and he gets everything else too. So that's that's McAvoy. a shock, Mike. I'm I'm actually shocked that you're saying McAvoy over Uyghur. Okay, I'm I, in shock. I need to. What do I need to relook at McAvoy's stats? Yeah, I, I think you might. Have I remember. To. Being I think good. you might have to. I think he's wearing that hat clear. too tight. I'm, I'm cutting off. I'm actually said I'm gl- glad I said that name because I was going to say if you're a McAvoy owner, I would go make that trade straight up, hundred percent. Okay. Anyway, I think we're we all could, doing it on the fly right now. <laughs> uh, we're all doing it on the we're like, wait, we gotta look this right. What's going on? I thought his I thought his hits Joe's stats guy, you should have been no, on this. I thought already. his hits and go blocks Joe. were much I'm higher. Stats guy. I gotta be honest. Yeah. Well, he has played six games less than Uyghur, but I mean six games is six games. Okay, I, I take that back. Uh, there's not that many guys that have the, that amount of hits and blocks every, each game. Like it's amazing. And put up those other stats. Yeah, man. Okay, well, I take that back. I mean, we can we can end it there, but that, that should that should you know show everyone out there that it's a good indication. Got some value, value. Ben comes free from the penalty box. Stars are through it. Here's Lindell in front. Pavelski scores. His second goal tonight. Two more fans pairs tonight. We had Joe Pavelski. Seems like we're talking about this guy every week, too. Two goals and three assists against Seattle on Wednesday. He now has 36 points in 35 games. I said it a few episodes ago. I'm done doubting him. (laughs) I'm not going to be a buyer personally, like, moving forward because of his age. But I'm not going to shit on him anymore. We were on, we've been you. doing it for two years talking about trade like off. Four four years. Years. We've been we've been saying this guy's on the downhill for like four hey, years now. <laughs> sometimes we have to own an L, okay? Yeah. And that's the way it works sometimes. Don't don't be shot like don't be a little you're gonna be a buyer because he's gonna be dealt and he's gonna be on a better team you come think? the deadline. Well, that'll be Interesting. Well, depend where he goes. You could he could be an attractive target at the t- at the trade deadline for owners. I guess Dallas is one of those teams in, in flux. I think they're like ten points out. So why wouldn't they trade Pavel, uh, Pavelski on? Like I think he's on his final year of his deal, right? Well, that's a perfect art like uh, UFA yeah. trade yeah. thing, right? You're not going anywhere. Gets having get a great season. Form. 
Yeah, they're eleven the points the out Leafs. of third out of their division, and out of the wild card. But games, they are, right? Yeah, games. They have thirty-five. San Jose has thirty-nine in the wild card, and they're four points out. So the wild card is still obtainable easily. Yeah, but Oilers should trade for Pavelski, sign a Vander Kane, oh, yeah. and just have the shit show. The Oilers. Continue. Let's get into that a little later on. Before we and before we move on, Brian only says Pavelski not because he's stupid and doesn't know how to. Say it. It's because we have a friend that always yeah. said Pavelski. Although that's debatable. But. <laughs> last point on Pavelski, though, we did see Jason Robertson miss the last game, and he's day to day right now. So if Robertson misses time moving forward, it'll be interesting to see if Pavelski's production continues because that hints Robertson Pav line is amazing. Day, so. The day to day line. Yeah, the really. game time decision line. Ferraro's <laughs> there to get it away from Panarin, and now Hurdle. He's got it to Cogliano on a breakaway. Andrew Cogliano, and it's saved by Shesterkin. Our last one here, Igor Shesterkin returned from the COVID list and had a 37-save shutout over San Jose on Thursday. Shesterkin's record is 17-4-2. He's got a 1.99 GAA, a .939 save percentage. I believe if the season ended today, is that good? he would win the Vesta. <laughs> yeah. How funny how two weeks ago was Campbell. No, Who are your three finalists no, right now? Uh, I think you got to go Campbell. You got to go Shesh. And, and then either Vass or Jari. Nope. Who, who's your third? Anderson? Saros. 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 Yeah, he's done some good stuff for our family. Joe said no, like, guys, like your opinion was wrong. No, I know. No, I'm not. <laughs> Hear me <laughs> out. Not that it's He's like, no. Hear me out on this. Hear me out on this. I believe that Igor Shosturkin is the number one keeper goalie right now. 26 he, years old on an t- up-and-coming yeah, team like is. the Rangers. Yeah. I put him right above Vasilevsky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has to be. That's close. Those two, that's and close. then the, there's, a, an, there's a little bit of a gap with the other ones. Yeah. That's, what, that's where I see it. And then there's a bunch of the other ones in the same vicinity where, like, the Lenners, the Saroses, the... <laughs> Um, There's a lot of good goalies, but not a lot of goalies. That's why the the fact that he's 26 and on the Rangers, who are only going to get better, that's why I'm putting him above. Like a keeper conversation, I'm putting him above Vaz. Vasilevsky's only 27, by the way, which is crazy. I actually made that that deal in one of my other pools, uh, one for one. You traded for I feel like Vaz has been in the league for 12 years. I I know, eh? I had to trade Vaz this year. Uh, So I traded him for uh, Shesterkin. Uh, that's a good. I guess that's a fair one for one. I feel like if you're the Vaz owner, you gotta Vaz is like McDavid, right? Like he's the McDavid of goalies right now. I mean, I I don't disagree with Shesterkin getting up there. I would still put Vasilevsky as the number one, just because he's done it for Shesterkin's so long. Shesterkin's like Leon. He's a dry side. He's done it for so long, but Tampa's on it. Like they're not on the way down, but they're getting older. Is his play gonna suffer because of the team getting older? That's the only question going Until forward. Until it happens, I'm it's not going to say it's it. Fair, no, obviously. It's fair. Yeah. But that's that's a, that's a nice segue into talking about the Oilers a little bit because they are on the struggle bus right now. Like, and it's They are. They are on the struggle bus. But we were just talking about maybe Pavaleski getting traded or other guys' trade deadlines coming up. Hey, if the Leafs are trading for guys, guess what they're going to need? Some fantastic realty advice <laughs> in the area. So, and you know what? With the great help of our sponsor, Madge Realty Group, they can get hooked up. What these guys do, their team services Hamilton, Ontario, and all the surrounding GTA. 
Uh, their focus is to simplify the buying and selling process of real estate, assuring all their clients are met with the highest level of customer service and satisfaction as a true one-stop shop in the industry. Whether it's buying, selling, leasing, or land development with a keen focus on real estate investing, their core focus is always client first. Could be a future NHL client. You never know. Mm-hmm. But hook it up. Madged Realty Group, Abdel and the team over there. Check them out on Instagram as well, M-A-J-D. Realty Group, uh, thanks for sponsoring the players of the uh, Fantasy Players of the Week. Mm-hmm. Okay, Joe, sound off on the Oilers. Go ahead. This is <laughs> this is a shit show. They are an absolute joke. They have two of the best players in the world, and they're down in the dumps in the basement of the NHL. Okay, I, I, I want to well, run off. Basement uh, of the NHL in the last. What are they, 2 9 and 2 in their last? Uh, 2 10 and okay. 2. Let me run okay. off some stats. Since December 2nd, okay? when they were first in the league in points percentage. So first, they were 16-5-0. Since that day, they're 2-10-2, two, two, 6 points, 2-14 points percentage, second worst in the NHL. The Habs are the only ones that are worse than them. Now, they have two. They have McDavid and Dreisaitl, obviously. They have the fifth fewest goals for per game during that stretch. Seattle, Anaheim, Buffalo, and Montreal, only worse. Third most goals against per game. Arizona and Columbus only have more. And their penalty kill, second worst in the NHL. Chicago's only worse by like 0.3%. So they are an absolute joke. And it tops it off last uh, on Saturday night when they lost to Ottawa. McDavid's press conference, if you haven't seen it, take a look at the first two minutes of it. Yeah. it his, it's not even what he says. It's better to watch, yeah. His yeah. facial reactions, he seems... Just defeated. He's defeated. But not just the, like he's beyond frustrated too. He's in the middle of questions like rubbing his eyes, rubbing his mouth, rubbing his mustache that he doesn't have. Like he's just like he looks like someone just cut open his chest and took his heart out, and he's just there, lifeless. You know what? And like I, I can almost guarantee that he's losing it in the dressing room. Like it just seems like yeah. he's probably chewing out the rest of the team. He's, he and this just goes proves what he, he, he said earlier in the week about Kane and how they just want to win. He just he, wants to he win. He seems yeah. like the type of guy, too, that's not a very vocal dude in the dressing room. One of those, like, uh, I'm going to do it with my play on the ice. So if that guy talks and starts going nuts, it's like, whoa, we need to start doing something here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is imagine being the best player on the planet in any sport and your team around you just sucks. Not because it's like you have bad players. I mean, look, Edmonton was great earlier on in the year. They were on a run. They were great. What, what happened? Are they more like this team or the team in the beginning of the season? I don't know. Probably somewhere in the middle is where, where it should be. But they're just on a terrible, terrible run of form. Yeah, right it's it's bad. And I'll, I'll defend them a little bit. You know, it, you can't really use as, this as an excuse because a lot of teams are going through it. But they've sort of been, you know choppy with their schedule because of covid so they've you know had long layoffs and then a couple games and then another and long before, so and before the layoffs they were missing i think majority of their left side if not all three of their their top three defensemen on the left side so they've been injury but like you just okay i'm just gonna throw this out there i think it was since november 20th if i'm not mistaken i don't know the exact date but it's around that november 20th date uh matthews was 11 goals back of Dreisaitl, I believe, or 10. Mm-hmm. He's one goal away from him right now. And he's going to pass him. Soon. That goes to show you where their offense has been, which is mind-boggling because, like I've said, oh two guys. God, they, were, they were lighting the league on fire in the beginning. Oh, they were, yeah. they were 50 and 50 talks. Remember? Yeah. 
And now it's like, he's, will, not, he's not will McDavid close. even reach? Uh, will they get to the century mark in points? <laughs> well, Whoa. but I was in the midst of defending them. I'm gonna like I'm gonna still yeah go continue. Yeah, it's been a struggle, and a lot of teams are going through it. They're struggling worse, obviously. Like they they are looking for a way to get through this, and they just can't get back to the form that they were playing at earlier in the season. I'm gonna say that they do regain it. I don't think that this is the true team right now. I think what they were earlier in the season is a little bit like it's, it's more in the middle, but it's closer to that. I, that's what I, th- I think because I, I do like what they've done. I like that they're, they've brought in Kane now. If they brought in Kane If now. they bring in him. Oh, I thought it was official. My bad. Oh no! I thought it was no. official because they were talking about it. Like McDavid. Anyway, well, it's, I think they're the front they're the runners, front runner. but the front runner. Uh, the NHL is investigating the whole boarding the plane and all that. Yeah. They're, well, expect to have a resolution early this week. So, we'll so see. this all might be sorted out by then. They could benefit yeah. from a guy from a guy like that. I think right now. So they need a forward. They need help defensively. So they need a defenseman. The goalie is number one. They That's need a they goalie. Need. The so they need a, they need a, they need improvements on all three fronts. That's not a sign of a good hockey team yeah. in no, my eyes. No. And they're going to get a goalie. I, I I'd be shocked if they won't. And I'm I'm looking directly at Marc Andre Fleury mm-hmm. if they're even close to a playoff spot, which I think they'll still be by the time the deadline approaches or sooner. I, I'm looking directly at Fleury as that prime Poor target Fleury. for them. I'd be shocked if they don't oh. get a goalie. I believe in Holland. I think I think he's going to make it happen. He's gonna make something work well, there. Uh, well, he was the one that signed Mike Smith two years, so I don't know. Well, belief. Well, he, Oof. he basically said, "I'm not gonna make the same mistakes that past GMs made in the sense that, like, I'm not gonna give up assets. Like, right, we need we need to grow from within. That's the only way this team's gonna get better. Mm. Oh, they need to get got to do a lot of growing. Now. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, let's uh, move on here. Uh, a couple of key injuries. Uh, I mentioned Robertson's day to day right now. Uh, TJ Oshie, he left the game early on Saturday. Guys had a injury-riddled season. Connor Brown broke his jaw in warm-up, played the game, had a goal and assist, and now he's out. <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, and then Mike Smith, we just mentioned, one to two weeks. So I think Edmonton's going to have three or four games with him on the shelf if it's only... Like, say if the that's savior, Stuart Skinner's there in that. Don't worry, the yeah, savior. Skinner got lit up. Couldn't, Hunter Skinner. He couldn't uh, save a beach ball on Saturday night. Yeah. And um, let's get to some questions, guys. But first, you know, I want to be honest here. There's a lot of cock talk on this show, right? <laughs> and, you know, we're four guys. And quite frankly, Hashtag we believe it's talk. important to talk and to, to take, care about, to take <laughs> care about your, of your twig and berries. That's why over the past couple of months, we shared our own personal in some cases, very personal. I'll put my hand up. Same here. <laughs> Stories about how we use Manscaped's new performance package 4.0 to do just that. Whether it was the Crop Preserver, Crop Reviver, or the Lawnmower 4.0, I can confidently say that we're all walking around with some incredible looking gonads. But guys, something we haven't talked about yet is the gnarly foot issues some people deal with. <laughs> I know Anth wants to chime in and mention that growing up, my feet would be playing a sold-out show, as he liked to put it, <laughs> to which I always replied, it's not my feet, it's my socks. But anyway, no I totally wasn't You're covering no your excuse. feet, but that's okay. <laughs> but fast forward uh, to a handful of years to now, I recently bought Manscaped's Foot Duster product, 
to help with foot stench. I get out of the shower, spray the foot duster on my feet, let them air out a bit, and I feel fresher than a sailor. I personally love it. If you're dealing with foot funk, order yourself the foot duster and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. With our exclusive offer, go to manscaped.com and use the promo code FHB for 20% off and free shipping. And I, I can attest to that working, you know, testimonial right here, because I spent some time with Mike. We were hanging out on Friday, and, uh, you know, usually I catch a whiff, catch a whiff <laughs> of those flippers, and no, I did not on Friday, so it's working. That uh, was good. All right, guys, get to a couple questions here. Uh, from Instagram, we had a, a two-pack from Liam at Beauty Leagues. First one, what is going on with Leonard? Is there any light at the end of the tunnel? I have Leonard in a couple pools, so I'll take this. I think the light at the end of the tunnel is Aiko coming back, everybody getting healthy. But it, you're right, it hasn't gone well. 15-10-1 on the year, 2-9-1 GAA, a .905 save percentage. You know, watching Vegas games, he doesn't look he doesn't look good. He doesn't look comfortable. It's scary. So personally, I'm in that same boat as you, Liam, and I'm, I can't wait for these guys to get healthy. Hopefully they get more wins. I don't know if he gets more confidence, but it's not, it's not going well. And his next one, do you think Timo Meyer can keep up his torrid pace? Give it to Bry, yes. his boy. He's got 40 points in 34 games this year. Big hitter, big shooter, love that. And he's only 25 years old. So I don't know if you guys have a different opinion, but I think he can keep this up. He, he broke out this year in a big way. He's really relied on in, in San Jose, especially with Kane not being there. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I don't know, 40 points in 34 games, but I think he can, I think he can be a, a point-per-game player this year for sure. Yeah, the only answer is yes. So <laughs> he's The only boy. answer is My yes. My boy. <laughs> My boy. Next, let's get to a question from Mackie Valis. Jake Ottinger worth keeping or stream until Holtby returns? Holtby, I believe, is on the COVID list right now. See, for questions like this, obviously it depends on your, your move allotment, your, the depth of your league, because streaming goaltenders in a, a shallow league is incredible. It's a great thing to do. It's a great strategy. Pickup starts here and there. I love that idea. But for this question, I think when you're in a situation like this, you got to look ahead to see what's coming up. So uh, with the Holtby Ottinger Dallas situation, this coming week they play Montreal, Buffalo, and Detroit. Nothing scary there. Hold on to him. He's probably going to get two of those games. Following week, they have a back-to-back against Philly, Jersey. Holtby gets one. Ottinger gets the other. It would appear that way. Hold on to Ottinger for that one. And then they play Washington, Boston, Calgary. Cut, cut, None of those cut. games are back-to-back. <laughs> so, yeah, I would get rid of them probably and then start streaming again after that Jersey game or the Philly game if he gets the Philly one. So that's Or the if he even does well in the first two weeks, see if you can find some sucker that will take him before that, fi- that other week, yeah. before the, the Washington-Boston week. Then the break comes up, and we don't, still haven't seen that schedule, which I don't know why, but whatever. Yeah. That, that's a that was a perfect answer, Mike Rottinger. Well, well done, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, last one here from Jason Wright on Instagram. He said the Rask and Allmark situation. I have both. Do I keep both? 
I also have Leonard and Markstrom. So there's some follow-up questions you probably need to know here about the depth of his league. If he has Leonard and Markstrom, probably not crazy deep considering at the draft, those are probably yes, one of the top. would have been higher picks. Yeah, yeah, two of the top, I don't know, five goalies, five, ten goalies. So, But Rask, Allmark, those two guys, I think they're going to treat Rask the same way they did with Halak the last few years. They're basically going to split. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, so I think you need to have both if you're if yeah agree. Boston's a good both. team. You can't you can't just have one of them, right? It's either if you're gonna trade, yeah, you're trade. gonna carry you're gonna carry three team starters yeah. basically if you carry all four. But goalies, that's not right? the worst thing either. No, and like no. it's not I excessive, mean, just, and they're all good good goalies. So all that does really is it it might take away from man games played for players if you have you know four goalies, then you're mo- removing options on your yeah. Bench, right? But but for me, I know when I'm when I have three, four starters like that, or whatever, let's call it three starters, I can sort of, it gives you more freedom when it comes to, like, especially if you're in a head-to-head matchup, right? You can pick and choose your starts more. I'll usually play everything in the first three days of the matchup and then go from there, right? If you're way ahead, you can sort of bench against good teams yeah. and, and, and pick and choose. But that's, like, I for having three starters, that is the freedom right there. Well, and especially this year, if, you, if there's a year to do it, it's this year because you just never know with pro- COVID protocols or in, and guys yeah, are getting hurt a lot too this year. Like, you know, you could have three starting goalies and then in a week you could have one of them Yeah, because they're all, they're all hurt, so you never yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Let's move ahead to the week ahead little portion of the show. We got 13 teams playing four games, so a lot of hockey this week. We have 14 teams playing three, and the two gamers are Anaheim, Calgary, Edmonton, Toronto, and Vegas. Heavy nights are really Saturday's the big one, but you know Monday, Tuesday they both have sixteen teams in action, so it's it's pretty sp- spread out with the exception of, of Saturday night. Monday, to note, uh, if you're listening to this on Monday, uh, it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day in the U.S., so there yeah, are it'll, day it'll, games, it'll be daytime games. Yeah, make sure you set your schedule when you wake up, as opposed to. Looking at it at six o'clock. Yes, Brian. <laughs> He's um, the, sounded bitter when he said that. It's a, it's a mistake know, he's made, clearly. I've probably been screwed before. I'm I'm just assuming. So yeah. So in terms of pickups this week, there's a lot of options. So I'm gonna do things a little differently, taking into account uh, schedule, deployment, games played, um, streaks. These are a handful of players that I like. So listen up, get your pen and paper or you know, make sure you got that pause button working on your podcast player because you're going to need to stop. I'm pausing it right now. I'm just waiting. <laughs> All right. Um, going back to the well with Robert Thomas, we talked about him a lot. 32% owned, 30 points in 31 games. Again, baffling how, how? a point-per-game player how? is like 32% owned, which is That's wild. insane. Uh, Blues play Monday at home against Nashville, then Seattle on Friday, Vancouver Sunday. So he should get into your lineup each of those days. Next. Spoke about him earlier too. Anton Lindell. I believe he's 9% owned. Having a great rookie season on a great Panthers team. 23 points in 34 games. He also averages about a block shot per game, which is good. Sorry, 14% owned. I want to correct that. Panthers play all road games this week. Tuesday, Thursday, Friday in Western Canada. And then they're in Seattle on Sunday. Again, avoiding the Saturday. Joel Farabee, also known as Philly Joel. 22% 22% owned. Top line was Giroux. Six points in his last seven games. 
Philly has a home and home against the Islanders Monday and Tuesday. So it's a good uh, early week matchups for you if you want to get them in both those nights. And then they play Columbus Thursday, Buffalo Saturday. There's Luke Cunning on Nashville I also like. I actually just picked him up in our pool. Big hitter, 9% owned. He's got four points, three of them being goals in his last four games, along with 19 hits, as I mentioned, nine shots. Preds play four times this week. Then uh, there's Nachushkin, Colorado, 17 points in 22 games this season, just 26% owned. He's playing with Kadri and Burakovsky on the Avs' second line. Avs play four times this week. And then a couple options I'm not as crazy about based on their schedule, but deeper leagues, you can look here. Buffalo, there's Skinner and Tuck. Both are two of their top players. They've played very well lately. They have Detroit on Monday, Ottawa on Tuesday. Not hard teams. Dallas on Thursday, a little tougher, and then Philly on Saturday. Next, this line has been crushing it. LA, Arvidsson, Deneau, and Moore. Deneau and Moore, both under 20% owned. Arvidsson, eight points in his last six games. Deneau, seven points in his last six. And Trevor Moore, 11 points in his last six games. Wow. He's killing it right now. The line's been really good. The schedule's decent, like I said, but they do play four times. And finally, Columbus, they play three out of the final four nights of the week. Thursday, Friday, Sunday, avoiding the Saturday. A good pickup for then is Nyquist. Just 5% owned, playing on the top line with Line and Jenner. And he's got nine points in his last seven games. Oh, man, I crushed that. Okay, next. (laughs) Lastly, goaltending starts this week. There's five that I'm looking at. There's Georgiev versus Arizona on Saturday. Likely to get that one. Probably not owned, so you can pick him up. Kakinen versus Chicago, either Friday or Saturday. I like that. There's Ottinger. Talked about him a little bit earlier. Versus Montreal, Tuesday. Love that. 53% owned. You might be able to stream him in your league. Quick or Peterson, whoever gets the start versus New Jersey on Sunday. Don't mind that one. And then... Uh, Merzlikins or Corpusalo versus Ottawa on the Sunday. I believe a bunch of those teams that I mentioned that they're playing are coming off back-to-back, so it's a good situation for a lot of these goalies. And that's the week ahead. Well done, Mike. Well done, Mike. You're feeling it today. I am. I'm feeling it. Rolling. Because I got my gear on. (laughs) Okay, Battle of the Bargains this week. Do we have... (laughs) We do. I did. I checked. I wow. Oh. I'm surprised. Joe won this week. Oh. I, yeah. What did you have, Joe? How many points? Joe I had. How many points? Okay, but so I, had, I know Kerfoot had you, two points. Yeah, okay, I had Coyle. He had none. Comfort had none. Eh. Oh Bri, you had Kerfoot. You had two he assists. Had two. And Joe yeah. had Bunting, a goal and two assists. Oh, you son of a bitch. Bunting. And the, the fan vote, the fan picks, I don't have that yet. So sorry. Um, but Battle of the Bargains, I'm first. Um, I like those LA guys, but I'm going to go Anton Lundell, 14%. Shite. Or Essa Lundell. Ath, <laughs> uh, you're next. Man. I, you know what? You know what we have to do? Because I suck at this. <laughs> did you not win the week before, though, man? No. Yeah, you did, actually. I didn't yeah. mention that. Oh, I did. You got a win, Ath. Yeah, you got the Dadanov win. Oh, I just got to win this week, but the pre- the previous week was yours. So we're going off of this week's uh, this week's. I was actually going to say it was the same. It was the yeah. same. I was actually oh. going to say like fade my picks because I feel like I'm making good picks and they're just doing nothing. Yeah. So 
You know what? I'm going to go with... Um, Pick I, the hot guys. Because I like his schedule. You know, no, screw the hot guys. Actually, I don't even know if this guy's hot. I don't even know winning. if this guy's hot or not. Um, but I'm going to take him anyway. Victor Olofsson, 12% owned. Guy's a scrub, man. I'm about to drop his ass. Yeah, but he has a good schedule and this that's week. That's why Ant doesn't. And that's why Ant isn't good. At I, I look. I, I got to change it up. I got to change. I got to go with Skinner guys that like because the guys I've been picking the hot guys and the guys. Oh, he's on PP one this week. Plays four times and he just does. I nothing. don't know if you've been picking the hot guys. To be honest, half the guys you've picked don't. don't no one even knows who they are. That was one <laughs> pick, and it was Scott Perunovich. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's my yeah, turn. Yeah, shut up. I was gonna go with Philip Deneau. Because I have him, and I figured ride with the wave. But I'm going to go Trevor Moore. No. Yeah, that's not going to do anything. I like I'm it. sorry, not good. He's on a tear. I mean, I, I uh, not bad. Joe. Hey, you could pick any one of those three guys. They're, they're not all Ar- able not to Not Arvidsson, but yeah. Well, well, yeah, not Arvidsson. Right, I'm going, I'm and go, you know what? I'm going with the centerman. <laughs> I'm going to know. You're going to yeah. know? <laughs> Joe. If I picked the no, were you going more? No, I was gonna go Perry. Oh. If I didn't, if okay, you went I to picked no, the no, I picked the no. Then you go Perry. No, I'm <laughs> up to you. Whatever you want to do, I'm good. No, no, I'm good. I like having. Hey, if you succeed, I succeed on this, this week. The no, right. it is. Lundell, Olivson, Deno, and more. We'll put up the post, and uh, you guys make sure you get involved. Okay, that's uh, that's it okay, for guys, the show. Good, good show. Good week. Anybody else got Everyone. any quips? No quips. Another shout out to Felice or what? <laughs> she's got. She has enough. Today. She's not. She's, she's, she's had so much. She's play probably. This, this she stopped episode. listening after the first like five minutes. Felicia, if you're so still, with that's us, all she cares about is just the story, the funny us, crap, yeah. and the actual hockey you. stuff. Two no. Yeah, I told her. I told her to just t- get all her friends. I told her. I go. You don't even have to listen. Just subscribe and download and watch for ten <laughs> seconds, and just that counts for everything. But you know, obviously, listen. But still, you know. Or we could put in the description for this episode. She can yeah, listen no, to the first good. 10 minutes and then tune into the last five minutes because that's yeah, when we mentioned her. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Uh, Brian, did you want to give everybody homework or are we going to scrap that or what? Homework? Yeah. You know, you like to do the, you like to jump in and say, oh, follow this, like this. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, follow. So we got our Instagram, we got Twitter, uh, <laughs> Fantasy Hockey Bros, FHB. Follow that up. Like the tweets. Uh, you would some think. good info. All our FanDuel stuff. Also, uh, oh. Uh, what else we got? Uh, hold go on. on YouTube. We got a page yeah, there. Watch yeah, the show. Subscribe. Okay. If they're if they're listening to this, they're probably doing all that. But anyway, FanDuel. I took a bath this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh you my gosh. Which means I was awful. <laughs> oh, bro. I didn't hit. Any. So this, I changed this up is the, of my this is the apology segment. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't hit. Any. Especially Saturday. You guys are playing. Especially Saturday night. Malkin, Ooh. Crosby. Well, no. Listen. Knowing Mike's Ooh. lineups, if uh, if you've been playing them, it's sort of like it's sort of like when a machine at the casino goes cold. It's like you get on that machine because it's about it's to pay cold. out. You get on <laughs> Mike's pet. These this Mike, week. Mike was They're, the perfect hockey team to compare him to. Is the Edmonton Oilers started off strong, hot, everything was working. <laughs> now he is just on a cooler that is just. <laughs> Oof. Well, it's okay. All it takes is one good night, Mike, and we're back. Yep. And I plan on getting back on the horse this week. So make sure you guys play those lineups and uh, send us your usernames. We'll join you. We'll add you to the FanDuel league we got going on there. We're going to get that cooking very soon. Just building up uh, our uh, participation. Our, league, our participation there. Our numbers. So stay tuned for that. But that's it for us, guys. Thank you for listening, as always. 
and uh, we will chat next week. Good luck in your pools. Bye, Felicia. 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 Bye, Felicia.